Thanks for checking out the Fifth Quarter Podcast. Rick Samprin with you. Wow, what a performance at Tim Hortons Field as the Hamilton Tiger Cats dominated the two-time defending champion Winnipeg Blue Bombers and Ticats fans were absolutely in love with the way Dane Evans and the Ticats played. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. Wowzers, what a football game we just all witnessed at Tim Hortons Field. A shocker, a stunner, but a pleasant surprise nonetheless. Tiger Cats handing the Blue Bombers their first road loss of the season, dominating this football game 48-31. to Dane Evans with his best game in a long time, a career-high five touchdown passes as the Tiger Cats improve to 4-9, and nine, and Winnipeg is now 12-2. and Two, and boy, oh boy, is the stretch run going to be that much more fun now that Hamilton is two points back of Montreal, two ahead of Ottawa, and six behind East Division leading Toronto. Was this a fluke? Was this uh, something that we're going to see more of down the stretch? Well, we don't know. It'll continue next Friday when the Tiger Cats are in Montreal. But today, it was pedal to the metal from start to finish led by Dane, uh, an incredible performance by this Tiger Cats defense in key situations. Yes, Winnipeg's first drive was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a blowout for the Peggers. But in fact, it was a convincing win for the Tiger Cats. We're going to talk about a lot of different things, including the resurgence of Dane Evans. What is in store for this team going forward? And can they just, can they pile up a few victories Going forward, fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You know the drill. You can call, email, or tweet your comments about tonight's game. We're not on Facebook Live, and I'll explain in a second. The numbers, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900chml.com, at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML on Twitter. The reason why we are not on Facebook is I've been hit with COVID. I'm at home doing okay, even though it's kicking me in the rear end. That's why we're not on Facebook Live. You would not be able to hear the callers calling in. So with that being said and done, you know the drill as well. When the Ticats win, we play the fight song as sung by Robert. Robert, take it away. We love those cats, those tiger cats, the team with the spirit and fight. We'll crouch and snarl and bite and growl and win with all our might. We love those cats, those tiger cats, the team with the spirit and fight. For a whiskey wee-wee and a ski-wawa and on to victory. Oh, and what a victory it was. 48-31, the final Hamilton victorious in style today. All right, let's go to the phones at 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell phone. We're going to start off with Brian tonight. Brian, thanks for calling in. Hi, Ted. <clears throat> uh, uh, it's Rick, but that's okay. You can call me anything you want. Sorry to hear that you're under the weather. 
Yeah, no problem, Brian. Uh, th- thanks for the well wishes. I think this is going to be the easiest uh, show that you've done in a long time. Well, I don't know about that. We'll see. <laughs> There's still 57 minutes to go. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Uh, it was just confidence right from the very beginning of the game. They just look like we're going to win this game, and uh, offensively and defensively, uh, we just dominated the game. Although we did give up a lot of yards on defense, although when we had to stop them, they did. So, Yeah, it was certainly one of those gun-slinging kind of football games where both offenses really could do no wrong, although Winnipeg did make a couple of big mistakes. You know, full marks to Malik Carney with the, the sack, the strip, the scoop, and the score. Um, you know, big interception by Jamal Roll. They also had a turnover on downs, which was negated by a penalty. I mean, the Ticats defense, I thought, played pretty good against a pretty good offense. Uh, yeah, I hate when people make excuses for what we did right. I mean, Winnipeg, uh, how many times did, was there penalties called and it was like more than one penalty called and Winnipeg came out ahead somehow. That happened twice. Yes. Yeah. Um, I just want to know uh, and what's your opinion of Poppy White playing on slot back. I would love to see uh, Dunbar move into the slot back and Poppy White move outside. Yeah, you know what? We've talked about that on the show numerous times now. You know, I like I like Steve Dunbar as a player. I think Poppy White is, they're two very different players. Um, I would love to see Dunbar on the inside as well. I think they could they could get a lot more out of them on the inside, especially with Tim White also at the slot. I think that that creates some mismatches there. I understand why Dunbar is there. He's got some length. He's got some decent wheels for a big guy. But I think, and, and maybe it's maybe it's the idea of this that Poppy White would not be as effective as Steve Dunbar on the outside even though Dunbar would be more effective as White on the inside. I think they're trying to maximize both guys at those positions, if you if you catch my drift there. Uh, well, we all know that uh, you can be short and play on the outside because um, Banks, was he's short, and he did pretty well on the outside. Mm-hmm. So I'd, there must be a reason. I wish somebody would come on and tell us what the reason is why they, they're doing that because – uh, Poppy White is almost uh, invisible on the inside there. Yeah, he had three catches tonight for uh, 42 yards. Dunbar six for 66 and a pretty big touchdown uh, as well. Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh, I'm going to give it to Mason Bennett. I thought he played another great game today. He's he's rounding out to be a really good player. He had three tackles, big sack today. He He's a force. I like the way he's playing. Another thing is uh, let's uh, let's give credit to our defensive line. We played shorthanded today, and uh, they played great. They were. Hey, Brian, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. You too. Nine oh nine oh. Thank you. Nine oh five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. Got an email from Alan who says, "Wait, what? We won this? Did they switch jerseys? Whatever happened during the bye week, or who they talked to? It worked." I was not expecting this at all. It was obvious Winnipeg came in overconfident. Dane Evans looked relaxed. No hesitation. He's in the moment, and he looks like 2019 Evans. He completed over 75% of his passes and over four TDs. This is the Dane Evans I know. We needed this. 
We just took out a 12-1 and team, and now they have their second loss this year. Can this be our turnaround? Maybe. And the thing is, I don't think it's too late to get second place and still take out Toronto in the Eastern Final at BMO Field. Well, depending if we can beat the crossover team, this is getting exciting. Alan ends his email saying, Player of the game, Dane Evans. He looked composed and relaxed, and we needed him to lead this team, and he did. Go Cats, go. I think it goes without saying. I think Dane Evans is the player of the game, should be the player of the game. Uh, I'm not going to say that you shouldn't vote for him, just like Brian did with his uh, vote for Mason Bennett. But, uh, man, oh, man, Dane came out firing. He moved the pocket around. He made big plays. And maybe most importantly, he didn't make the big mistake. I mean, who else was wondering throughout this game that, you know, when was the shoe going to drop? When was he going to throw the pick, fumble the ball, do something that he's been doing all season? And tonight, it did not happen. He did not allow it to happen. He was on point, hitting his receivers, making great decisions, running when he had to and doing so effectively. Eight carries for 19 yards. He was awesome tonight. Absolutely awesome. And is definitely worthy of... Uh, player of the game votes. He certainly gets my vote. That is for sure. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Keith is on the line. Keith, good evening. How are you? Hey, Rick. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not too bad. It's good to see the Cats got a big win this week. I'm sure everybody can agree with that. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm a season tickets holder. Our, my, my biggest beef today is because we got the win, so I got no beef with the Cats today is the one Cats fan in front of us, he's like an undercover Argos fan. What do we do about that, Rick? <laughs> How does that ha- What does yeah, that look like? Last game at the Labor Day Classic, he was wearing Argos gear, and this week he's wearing Cats gear. What's going on? Oh, that that's unacceptable. Uh, that, that's what we've been trying to tell this guy, but he just doesn't get it. Um, <laughs> well, was he cheering for the Cats today? Dane throwing the ball again. We got, we got some touchdowns today. I think we put up more points on the board than we have all season. Good. I don't have to worry about Coach O this week. And the player <laughs> of the game, Rick, I'm going to have to go with Michael Domagala, local boy. Big kicks. This Alrighty. Week. I Thanks love it. Lot, Rick. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah, you too. That, that is Keith voting for Michael Domagala. You know, I got I to gotta check Michael Domagala's stats because did we even hear his name today? I, I do not recall Michael Domagala on the field. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, folks. Michael Domagala, <laughs> yes, he had two punts. I did not remember. I know he kicked off. I did not remember the Cats punting today, but yeah, he had two punts. Uh, averaged 46.5 per kick. His long was 53. Seven kickoffs, averaging 70.9 per kickoff, which is a great number. That's a great number. But he did as little as a football player could could possibly do in a game when your team scores 48 points. But uh, hey, uh, it's a vote for player of the game. And uh, Keith's exit leaves room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. Uh, Rick at 900CHML.com is the email address. And uh, we're also on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. Richard on Twitter says, Dane Evans is my player of the game. Even with all the high snaps, he stayed focused and threw perfect passes in tight coverage and spread the ball around to different 
receivers. Yeah, without a doubt, different receivers. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different receivers today, led by Tim White and Stephen Dunbar, each with six catches. Dunbar had 66 receiving yards, White 63. Uh, Felix Grongoche had three catches for 66 yards. Keandre Smith, one catch, and it was a biggie. That 54-yard TD, his first touchdown in the Canadian Football League. Poppy White had three catches. Wes Hills with three. Lamar Durant with one. Sean Thomas Erlington with one. And David Unger, a six-yard touchdown to cap off the scoring. Also getting in on the fun. Here's another impressive statistic that I thought put a nice bow on this football game. And it was the Ticats' last touchdown drive. And why do I say that? Well, it's 41-31. You know, Winnipeg just scores with it's about nine and a half minutes left in the game. At Caleros to Rashid Bailey. It was a pretty impressive drive by Winnipeg. But the Tiger Cats, led by Dane Evans, go down the field in methodical, efficient, dominant fashion. 14 plays, 90 yards, 7 minutes and 26 seconds before they score that six-yard touchdown. Seven minutes and 26 seconds. That is the longest drive of the game. The, the, the second longest was 634, and that was by the Bombers that made it uh, 41-24. But at the, with the game still kind of in the balance, we know that anything can happen in the CFL. That game put a nail in the Bombers' coffin. It was it was fun to watch because this team has not been able to do that this season. Seven-and-a-half-minute drive and culminating with a touchdown? Yeah, let's see more of that. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml at Rick Zamprin. Randy from Oakville emails in. Good evening, Rick. I was absolutely thrilled to be at this September 17th Tiger Cats game. My kids always bring me good luck. A fantastic first half. A little nervous in the second half. If we could beat Winnipeg, we can do it, even with the Cats injuries. My player of the game is Dane Evans after a valiant and effortful return uh nice running by Wes mills cameron kelly terrific i hope dylan wins injuries not too serious good plays by joseph on special teams poppy white seth small effective on kicks the tiger cats fans deserve this win let's string together some more i'm thrilled with this one thank you cats my first visit to the canadian football hall of fame before the game a terrific place with much tradition a terrific weekend have a good one rick Oski Wee Wee. I will echo Randy's comments about the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. If you've never been to it at Tim Hortons Field, it's a phenomenal place. It is really a special, special place with all the busts and the artifacts. Uh, you got to go. You got to go see it. Um, before we go to break, let's go back to the phones. Ken from Hamilton has called into the fifth quarter. Hello, Ken. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Your thoughts on uh, on today's game? Yeah, no, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And who's your who's your player of the game, Ken? Uh, Zach Galera. Uh, he did really well. Okay, appreciate the call, Ken. Thanks a lot. A vote for the former Tiger Cats 
quarterback and Zach Caleros. I mean, hey, threw for 342 yards. Maybe Ken is a Blue Bombers fan who could be masquerading as a Ticats fan like that Argos guy. I don't know. Um, yeah, Zach Caleros with a decent ball game. He made a couple of big mistakes, though. I mean, the interception to Jamal Roll, which the Ticats converted for a touchdown. Uh, he was picked off again later on in the ball game, which didn't amount to any points, but the game was pretty much done by then. One of the big plays of this game was Malik Carney, right? The quarterback sack, the forced fumble, the fumble recovery, the TD. I mean, he did it all on that play. It was great to see. Dave from London is on the line. Hello, Dave. How are you, Rick? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm pretty good after that. Uh, I'll start off by saying I don't want to take anything away from Dave. That was a complete win, a complete team effort, and I would have to say the O-line is my player of the game because the O-line played spectacular. Uh, yeah, they certainly the next, did. The next thing, and I, maybe you can help me with this because I don't understand it. When we, when we had the third down in Winnipeg, when we got the penalty, Winnipeg had a procedure call, and we had a pass interference. But if you have a procedure, wouldn't that penalty stop the play? Why would the pass interference even come into play? Yeah, I was thinking about that too, because the procedure would mean no play, right? The play right. is the play doesn't exist with a procedure call. Yet, exactly. I think the Ticats so were I called. Don't understand that. Yeah, I think the Ticats were also called for. I think it was unnecessary roughness or something to that degree. I don't remember the specific call. It was not on that one. That one was just the two, but then they ended up pushing it forward, and I was, I was, I was dumbfounded. I'm thinking, if you fall start a procedure, what play do you have at the end of it? How does that even yeah. matter the pass interference? But, but anyway, yeah, that's definitely a win. question I'm going to ask of the uh, officiating office. Yeah, complete win. I mean, everybody, everybody did their part. They keep talking about the 12th man and everybody doing their 12th. And I think tonight was one of those nights where everybody did their 12. But I'd it's have to it's sounded raucous, that's for sure. I'd have to give my kudos out to that O-line. That O-line kept Dean up, Dean upright. I mean, we got all over Zach. Zach had pressure on him all the time. He was getting knocked down, pushed, and shoved. Dean was on his feet, and there were holes for West Hill to run through. Absolutely. I think that, you know, starting David Beard at center tonight and moving Woodmancy to right guard... I'm not sure if it solidified things, but it worked much better. And I think this O-line going forward under the way it's constructed, uh, I'm much more confident in not only the run game, but the protection as well. And that's probably more important. Absolutely. I came into this game saying to my wife, I just hope that the Cavs keep it competitive. I didn't even expect to win. I just wanted them to compete, unlike Labor Day. So... The ecstatic, you're just ecstatic the way things turned out. So, yeah. I hope you feel better, Rick. I hope you uh, shake the COVID off and have a great week. You got it. Thanks a lot, Dave. Have a good one. You take care. Bye. Dave's departure leaves room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email Rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am 900 chml at Rick Samprin, we are not on Facebook Live tonight. I'm broadcasting from home and uh, unable to pump in your calls so uh, everyone watching in on Facebook can listen in. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have Steve on the line from Burlington. More of your calls, your tweets, your emails as well. This is the fifth quarter. It's brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 
Welcoming Ticats fans, young and old. You're listening to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Dave Evans all set as Wes Hills flanking him to his left. Evans looking for the end zone. It is caught. David Ungerer in tight coverage makes the catch. It's another touchdown. The fifth touchdown thrown by Dane Evans today. Career high five TDs for Mr. Evans as the Tiger Cats roar to a 48-31 victory over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Hamilton now 4-9 and nine on the season. A massive win in the standings. Just two points back of Montreal. They will visit the Alouettes this coming Friday, you can hear the game right here on 900 CHML, starting with a pregame show at 6.30, kickoff at 7.30, and what a massive game that is. Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. You can uh, contribute to the program in a number of ways. Send me an email on your thoughts on tonight's ball game. Rick at 900CHML.com. Of course, you can go on Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Call in 905-645-3221 or star 9900 on your mobile device. Got an email from Dave who says, Hi, Rick. Thanks for taking my email. Would the real Dane Evans, the Hamilton Ticats, and Tommy Condell please stand up? I don't, uh, I don't know anyone saw this coming. Evans was outstanding with five TDs, and he hit nine receivers. Somebody in that Ticats office is listening to your listeners. He wrote viewers, but I think he meant listeners. Uh, the only criticism I have is that the, de- the defense needs to improve on their tackling, and the defensive backs need to tighten up on their coverage. Too much space was given to Bailey, Orange, Schoen. Other than that, no complaints. Jefferson was a non-factor. Kudos to the offensive line, and Evans had lots of protection. Player of the game, so many choices to pick today, but Evans is the man today. That one from Dave in Stony Creek. FM Fan on Twitter writes, What a game by the offense player of the game, Dane Evans, hashtag fifth quarter. Jim on Twitter says, O-line looked much better today. Team looked healthy. Let's go. And Colton Mason 18 on Twitter says, Dane Evans is the man. I think I'll mark that down as a vote for player of the game for Dane Evans. Back to the phones we go, 905-645-3221, star 9900. Steve in Burlington has been waiting. Steve, hello. Hello. Hey, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, welcome aboard. Thank you. I wanted to say, although I resonate with everyone's uh, you know views on the O-line having improved substantially, I give the player of the game to Dane. That was a lights-out performance. He threaded the needle, uh, had a career, career-best game, and I think has gone a long way towards... Uh, Re, you know, gaining his confidence. So, thank you. Yeah, w- where do you think that came from? I mean, he was outstanding. Yeah, he was. He was dialed in. He was channeling something tonight, and I don't know what, but uh, it worked out quite well. And, and it was a thrill to watch. So, anyway, I I heard you weren't well. Uh, I wish you all the best, my friend. I appreciate it, Steve. Thank you, and uh, have a great weekend. You too. Bye. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. Dane Evans tonight was unconscious. I mean, that's that's probably an understatement. 25 of 32, 327 passing yards, a career-high five touchdowns, no interceptions, no fumbles, 
No big mistakes. He also ran the ball eight times for 19 yards. That is, if that wasn't his best game maybe ever in a Ticats uniform, I'm not sure what is. Stephen in Penticton, D.C. with an email. Greetings, Rick. I only have one question. Where the hell have these guys been all year? Eating a bit of crow here, but truly enjoying it. Like a lot of other Ticats fans, I have been screaming, blow up everything uh, the last few weeks. How wrong we were. And that is a good thing. Player of the game, Dane Evans, five TD throws today. A great job by everyone. Complete team effort. Regards, Stephen in Penticton, B.C. And hey, listen, I was along with uh, Stevens kind of uh, mental focus with blow everything up. I wasn't I wouldn't scorched earth blow everything up. But I'm I was thinking, hey, you know, we we need to make a change here. Things are not working. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. We got a much different result today. So I'm not sure what to do now. And maybe this goes to show everyone that you know, maybe change isn't the answer all the time. Was it absolutely perfect today? No, but boy, oh boy, it was pretty darn close. It was pretty darn close. Uh, let's go back to the email, and this one is from Peter, who writes, uh, Hi, Peter, or hi, Peter. Hi, Rick. Uh, hope you feel better. Thanks, Peter. Uh, what a game. Wow. Went into this with tempered expectations, and the Cats showed up. They looked well-rested, well-practiced, and in sync. Haven't seen marches down the field like that all season. It's good to see the turnovers against the other team for once. Haven't seen Evans' completion rate yet, but not many misses. There was definitely electricity in the air at the stadium. Player of the game is Hills. Great rushing, huge plays, kept the momentum. Let's keep it going. I'd love to see a Hamilton-Winnipeg Grey Cup where we stop the three-peat. Oski Wee-Wee, Peter from Simcoe. Wow, we're already talking about a Ticats Bombers Grey Cup rematch. Hey, I'm in. Where do I sign up? I'm all in on that. Uh, a couple more tweets before we go back to the phones at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. The Mark P, maybe with the tweet of the night, Dr. Carla Edwards for player of the game. If you missed it. On Ticats postgame on the Ticats Audio Network and 900 CHML, Dane Evans telling the crew that Dr. Carla Edwards, sports psychiatrist, for lack of a better term, really helping Dane out not only in preparation of this game, but all season long. So absolutely the mental health, the mental preparation in pro sports should not be uh, 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 lessened in any degree. This is a huge part of the game. I mean, any golfers out there will realize that 90% of the game is mental. It might not be that much in football, but when the mental part of your game isn't uh, firing on all cylinders, things are probably not going to go well. John on Twitter says, who were those guys and what did they do with the Ticats? Well, whatever they did with them, let's make sure they don't leave town. Uh, one more tweet. Alan says, uh, who was expecting that? Sets up a nice game next Friday against Montreal to get back in the thick of this playoff race. Montreal, bye week, Saskatchewan, Calgary, and Ottawa back-to-back. -back. Player of the game was Dane Evans. Uh, back to the phones we go. Dave in Stony Creek has been holding on. Dave, hello. Yeah, I'm another Dave in Stony Creek, the one I usually call you. Yeah, uh, Rick, you're going to be fine. I had it six weeks ago. I wish you a speedy recovery. Thank wow, you. Oh, is that something? that doesn't make you feel better a bit, I'd be surprised. Absolutely. I'm on I'm on cloud nine after that performance. Wow. I, I just want to see more of it now. 
Yeah, yeah, me too. Well, we know we both had agreed that this team is better than what they're showing, and today they showed that they were better than what they were showing. And uh, I love this Hills guy. He looked like I was at the game, the first game I went to. I was going to go down uh, just to visit my cousins because he asked me to the game. I was going to watch the game, and whatever happened, happened. I thought with Evans playing, we had a chance, but I had no no idea this was going to happen like this. This is just a phenomenal afternoon, this phenomenal game. This was great. Was, your words are just, uh, uh, you know, what do you say? You know, it's just fantastic. Yeah, the one thing that a lot of fans that I'm seeing, at least on Twitter here, and I'm not sure if many are thinking, uh, for those who are listening, is, you know, was was this game just a fluke, one of those kind of wild things that everything was going right? Or is this the team that we expected to see and now they finally figured it out? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I think uh... – yeah, this is the team me and you thought we they had. So uh, I'm going to go with this is the team that's finally getting their act together. That's how I'm going to look at it, and uh, hopefully they can keep it together. I agree. Dave, you give me your player of the game, correct? Oh, there's no question. Uh, Dane Evans, man, now, that was uh, some performance. Absolutely. He was on fire. Dave, yeah, appreciate well, the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. You too. Take care. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Joe on Twitter says, uh, Rick Samprin for player of the game. I am lost. Defense, special teams, Dane Evans, the offense, Tim White, the crowd, all at Tim Hortons Field. All in all, let's hope this Tiger Cats team shows up for the rest of the season. My player of the game will have to go to the entire Team, I think it was just adding me, not just naming me as player of the game. I got excited there. Uh, <laughs> the entire team, player of the game for Joe. Uh, Brian says, Dane for player of the game. And Jim writes, great googly moogly. What the what was that? I didn't expect the Cats to win. I didn't expect them to even be competitive. Somehow the team we thought they were showed up this week. Amazing. Dane for player of the game. Dane Evans running away with the player of the game voting. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. If you want to call in and voice your thoughts on tonight's Ticats, Bombers, Clash, Corey has called into the show. Hello, Corey. Hey, Rick, I got you. Hey, you got me. How are you tonight? <clears throat> Good, how are you? Uh, better better than the last few weeks, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'd love to say the wins are great and we're four and nine. And if we can, we, we might be able to run the table and you never know. We might sneak in. We might get a second place if we can uh, win the last couple games at Ottawa and win against Montreal. And we've got Saskatchewan coming this way. So like, we're, we're in our own again for the last few years. We've been our, in our own driver's seat for the playoff position. And I'm not expecting too much, but at least we're in the spot that we can actually decide our own fate kind of deal. Absolutely. This, this I think, showed everyone the potential that this team has. We were just all expecting it all year, and we've just been shown glimpses and flashes and first halves and maybe a couple of series. But overall, top to bottom 60 minutes, this was picture perfect. Yes, and, and, and and I love that. The potential that we have had, the defense, the defense for the most part in most of the games has actually played pretty good. And we have created some turnovers, but we haven't won that creative or that turnover battle because we haven't been creative on offense and we fumbled and we've got interceptions. And, and like when, when you do average four to five turnovers game, you're not going to win a lot of games. But tonight, when you generate turnovers and you don't give the ball up 
and you go down and score, you can actually take on the two-time defending champion, go toe-to-toe, rope-to-rope, wire-to-wire, and win. And, and when you play a game like the Ticats did tonight, I agree. It really turns into one of those games where you can kind of beat anybody on any given day, and I'd like to see that. And the Ticats haven't done it this season at all, but it was a really fun night to be at the game, and it was really nice to see. Yeah, and they finally won that turnover battle, too, which they have not done more often than not this season. And they finally did it against a really good team. And not only did they win the turnover battle, but they scored 14 points off those turnovers. And when you look at the final score, they played a huge part in this game. The main part, the main part, being on the other side of those turnovers was the main part. And that's been our whole thing all season because we've been on the wrong side so many times and it's been so lopsided. Yeah, absolutely. Corey, who's your player of the game? Uh, David Beard. And maybe across the line on the offensive line, getting getting guys like Coulter Woodmansey in his guard spot, and uh, getting a guy like Kelly in there for a few games in a row on the right tackle. I don't know who our left tackle was, but holding guys like Jefferson and that to uh, not really hearing his name on the scoreboard or not really seeing him wreak havoc in the backfield like he usually does. Seeing guys like Sean Thomas Erlington break through the middle and uh, gain some yards. Our, our O-line, I think, and David Beard being in there at center, I don't I don't know if it's a calming factor or a guy that knows what he's doing there where he knows maybe takes some pressure off of Dane Evans being able to identify the linebackers and tell them where the blitzes are coming from. But uh, I really feel like that might have helped tonight. And going forward, I, I hope it keeps going that way. This guy, we, we kind of stole him from Edmonton. He's been a veteran. He's been really, really good for quite a little while. And if we got him and he can do this for us, well, uh, I'll take that every day of the week. Whenever whenever you don't know the name of the left tackle, you know he's doing a great job. It happens to be That's Tyrone exactly Riley, right. and he was stellar tonight. Exactly. And that, yeah, Riley. I knew it was Riley, but I it was one of those things you didn't notice him missing. It yep. wasn't, and, I, and I'm not taking anything away from Okafor or Saxlid or other guys that have been in there. But those guys are playing out of position. And when you get guys, like I've said over the last few weeks, when you get some consistency, guys playing where they're supposed to be, it, uh, it goes a long way in this league, and it takes the pressure off everybody else. And it was fun to watch tonight. Absolutely. Corey, appreciate the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks, Rick. Section 101, baby. <laughs> Section 101 and all of Tim Hortons Field was rocking and rolling tonight as the Tiger Cats take down the two-time defending Grey Cup champions. Not by luck, not by fluke. They dominated tonight 48-31. Tiger Cats over Winnipeg. We have a half hour to go, and we'll get to it when we come back here on the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. We're talking Ticat football. This is the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Under two minutes to go in the opening half. Tiger Cats are right at midfield. A fresh set of downs. Dane Evans looking deep. He's got a receiver open. It's caught. It's Keandre Smith. It's his first CFL oh. touchdown. And he does a flipper. Tiger Cats be stopped in the... <laughs> Sticks the landing on the front flip in the end zone. Not bad. Not bad at all for Keandre Smith. 54 yards to the house. That made it 34 13 or 34 14 for the Tiger Cats with a buck 54 left in the first half. And I think Winnipeg goes into the locker room thinking, What the heck just happened? What the heck? 
who are we playing? <laughs> Tiger Cats, 48. Blue Bombers, 31. That is the final score as Dane Evans throws for a career high five touchdown passes as Hamilton gets a monstrous win as they improve to four and nine on the season. Now just two points back of Montreal. They will visit the Alouettes and Horn Guy this coming Friday night. Pre-game show on CHML begins at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7.30. Ticats, they got to erase the donut in the road win column. They're 0-6 away from Tim Hortons Field this season. 1-6 would be massive. Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. You can contribute to the program for the next 24 minutes as we're on the air until 8.30 in a variety of ways. You can email rick at 900chml.com. Use the hashtag fifth quarter if you're hopping into the Twitterverse at am900chml at Rick Samprin. Or you can send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. Did I mention that already? Call 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Uh, other uh, great performances tonight. We mentioned Dane Evans, and rightfully so, 25 of 32, 327 yards. Wes Hills, in his first start of the season, supplanting Don Jackson at the running back spot, 10 carries, 58 yards. And I would say Wes Hills should be the guy going forward based on what I saw tonight. Because it wasn't necessarily the yards gained or the first downs gained. It was the way Wes Hills did it. And the way he did it was bulldozing over guys, using his speed and a little bit of finesse to make those, uh, make those decisive plays, get those positive yards He's a he's a tall order to bring down. I would not want to get into the way of Wes Hills, that is for sure. Because that man is a bad, bad man. 6-1-2-18. And he runs downhill. And boy, was he ever fun to watch today. And defensively, I'm I'm a little surprised not many people have mentioned Malik Carney because I thought he had the play of the game. Is it going to be our EHR big play of the game later on in the show? Well, maybe you'll have to stay tuned. The quarterback sack, the strip, the scoop, and the score was monstrous. That made it 20-10 to 10 early in the second quarter. That was a massive play in favor of the Ticats. They go on to win 48-31, a huge win, a much-needed win, an unexpected one, I will say honestly, but they got the job done. Val on Twitter says, wow, how fun was that game? Whole team played great. Good play calling. Player of the game, Evans, hands down. Best East Division game this year by far. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that, too. Jim writes. uh, Oh, you know what? I already read that one. Sorry, folks. Let me just scroll up to the top here in the Twitterverse. And here's Jim. Underthrew it a bit, but it worked out, and this was the TD to David Unger. Uh, Jeff also writes, there were two weird calls on third down by the goal line. Winnipeg Procedure and uh, OC. Hamilton roughing. Winnipeg gets five yards and first down 
Then Winnipeg procedure and Hamilton illegal contract contact and Winnipeg got five yards and a first down. I don't get either call. The procedure one really throws me for a loop. I would guess that when there's a procedure call, that's it. The play's over. Uh, Dave writes, I hope this is the turning point of the season and not a game fluke. Dane's best game this season and his career? Question mark. Player of the game, Dane Evans. And Richard writes, Dane Evans is my player of the game. Even with all the high snaps, he stayed focused and threw perfect passes in tight coverage. Uh, let's go back to the email. Again, you can call in 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. UA writes, uh, hi, Rick. I went to the game expecting to lose what a great game it turned out to be. Welcome back, Dane. Secondary in the defense is still very suspect in my view. We do need Lawrence back there to shore up the middle a bit. I don't know why we always wait until the fourth quarter to bring Erlington out. He makes things happen. Player of the game is obviously Dane. Another email, this one from Heidi. Love her subject line. Woohoo! Uh, hi, Rick. What a complete game that was. We put it all together. Finally, redemption at last. I had very low expectations walking into the stadium this afternoon. Can only go up from here. And up it we went, especially on the scoreboard. Glad to see STE get involved. Cats extending drives, no turnovers, pick six, and some sacks on Zach. So happy that Dane had one of his best games ever. Let's hope we can build on this win in Montreal. Player of the game, Dane Evans. Let's go Ticats. That email from Heidi. And this email from Gnarled Branch. I love the handle. Uh, so which was which? Was Condell calling a better game, or was Dane on top of things from the get-go? Maybe a combo of both things? Glad I didn't bet on this game. Next week has become very curious. That email from David, whose email address is gnarledbranch at blah blah blah. I won't mention it. I don't want him getting any hate mail because I, too, glad I didn't bet on this game. <laughs> and to be honest, I don't bet on any of my favorite teams, whether it's the Ticats, the Dolphins, the Maple Leafs. Yes, I know. Uh, I can't do it. There's too much emotion in it. It's my one betting rule that I have. Do not bet on teams I cheer for. Uh, Ticat Karen says, sorry, you're sick. I hope you feel better soon. Thank you, Ticat Karen. Also says, awesome game. Driving back to Port Stanley. Enjoying the show. Dane, player of the game. I, 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 we can't say enough about how amazing Dane Evans played tonight. Because, and, and I've been reading the comments, and some people have been mentioning this too, the expectations for that. Right, this is another loss. You know, you're looking at the schedule thinking, all right, if the Ticats are going to make the playoffs... Like, if they're going to make a serious run at the postseason, how many games are they going to have to need? Well, I surmise that they're going to at least need, whoever finishes second, this is my thought, whoever finishes second second needs eight wins. When you look at Toronto's schedule, well, they're almost at eight, they're seven and five. Montreal is five, you know, you're eyeballing their schedule thinking, yeah, they can probably get three more wins. Right, they're five and seven right now. They're going to get at least eight. So Hamilton needs at least eight, and win the season series against the Alouettes to get that second spot. We know there's going to be a crossover unless something really weird happens in the West, in which Saskatchewan just goes kerplunk. That that fourth place team in the West, I have no doubt in my mind, is going to finish in or is going to grab the uh, the crossover spot. 
So that eight wins is huge. So, well, the Ticats are at four now. And the one that they just got was an unbelievable and pleasant surprise. So they're at Montreal. That's definitely a winnable game. Let's just make it five, right? They're hosting Saskatchewan a week later. This Ticats team is suddenly on a hot streak. They're up to six wins. They go to Calgary. Stamps are really good. Stamps are really good. Ticats will be stuck at six. Do they get to eight with a home-and-home sweep of the Red Blacks? It's possible. It is absolutely possible that this team can get eight wins and get in a second. Not going to be easy. In fact, when I looked at these last six games, I thought the Cats have to go five and one. They need eight wins. They got to go five and one. And they could. When you look at the schedule as it presents itself and base that thought process on what we just saw at Tim Hortons Field. They have the potential to do it. Can they? Will they? Those are the questions that make sports really fun. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your mobile device. You can call in with your thoughts on tonight's Ticats victory over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, 48-31. to Sparked by a career-high five TDs by Dane Evans. More of your calls, your tweets, your emails next here on the final 15 minutes of the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The most entertaining, unfiltered, and passionate post-game show in Canada. This is the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. 13-10, Tiger Cats lead, Zach Caleros, he's sacked, the ball comes loose, and Malik Carney picks it up. It's a touchdown, Tiger Cats. The defense does it again. Unbelievable play for Malik Carney as the Tiger Cats were up 19 to 10, 20 to 10 with the extra point after that Malik Carney sack, strip, scoop, score. The triple S for Malik Carney got the job done. Tiger Cats got the job done. Large tonight, 48 to 31 over the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Who to thunk it? Well, whoever did certainly probably made a a pretty penny. I'm not sure. But I got to say, it was one of those unexpected but very pleasant surprises that the Ticats had in store for us tonight. Uh, Winnipeg, I believe the final number, at least the, the one number that I saw that they were favored on, seven and a half. And... Winnipeg had one lead in this ballgame. It was 7-3. to Ty Cats took over from there and did not look back. And it was a uh, a great victory and a big victory for the Black and Gold as they're now 4-9 and nine on the season. A couple of other stats to share with you in terms of team stats. First downs were fairly even. Blue Bombers had 28. Tiger Cats had 26. 17 each passing. The uh, both had nine. <laughs> this is interesting. Both teams had nine first downs rushing, seventeen each passing. The Bombers had two more first downs by penalty, and it's probably those two penalties that we'd all been talking about. Total net yards, pretty close. Winnipeg at four hundred forty-five, Hamilton at four hundred nine. Everyone was always wondering about penalties as well. Both teams penalized seven times. Tiger Cats for thirty-six yards. The Blue Bombers for fifty-five. Turnovers, a big factor. Big factor. Fumble and a couple of interceptions 
by the Tiger Cats. They made the Bombers pay uh, off those turnovers as well, scoring 14 points as Hamilton wins this ball game going away. Cam Kelly and Jamal Roll, by the way, with the interceptions. And what more can we say about Dane Evans? Five TD passes as the Tiger Cats uh, now four and nine, just two points back of Montreal. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. Your thoughts on tonight's Tie Cats win? You can vote for your player of the game as well. Is this a turning point in the season? Gosh, I, I gotta say, it, it has to be. It has to be, because when you, when you beat a team 48-31 in the way that the Tiger Cats played tonight, that's a confidence boost. Now you beat a team that is the two-time defending champions who just happened to beat you the last two Grey Cup finals you've been in. That's a massive confidence boost. And in saying that, Dane Evans has just gotten a shot in the arm, so to speak, of confidence. A mass, a huge one. A huge one. Uh, Sean on Twitter says, great game, offensive line, player of the game. Any word on Dylan Wynn's injury? Go Cats, go. We have not heard anything about uh, Dylan Wynn's injury or the actual extent of it. Uh, We'll probably get that in the days to come as they return to practice and we find out what exactly is going on. Back to the phones we go. uh, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Rick is on the line. Hello, Rick. Hey, hi, Rick. How are you? Um, I'm fantastic. Be, How are you? I'll be uh, quick. Uh, first player of the game, Dane Evans. Uh, quite an yes. exciting game. I'm just going to make an observation. Uh, people were mentioning um, when, why was the play not called when the uh, Bombers were called for a, a legal procedure? I don't think the call was a legal procedure. I think both instances were no end. So my hunch is they don't stop the play until after the play. So I don't think the bombers were called for a legal procedure on those situations. Right. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to go back and the referee. And, I'm just uh, throwing that out there. I think the referees actually <laughs> made the right call. Um, okay. But a, a good win, and uh, I hope you get better soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Rick. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. 905-645-3221. If you're waiting to get in and make your comments on tonight's ball game. It is one of those wins, as I was saying just before we threw to Rick on the phone, one of those wins that I think could could vault this team into a playoff spot. I mean, it's not guaranteed. They still have to beat the teams that are in front of them on the schedule. But this kind of win, the way they did it, the team they beat and how they beat them, you know, shows me that they got it. It's in there. They just have to find it on a consistent basis. And the last thing I want to see this team do is going to Montreal and poop the bed. Right? Because now, oh, we just beat the two-time defending champs. We took care of business. We're all, you know what? You know, nothing nothing can get in our way. Don't get overconfident now. You know, you're still five games under 500. Let's get the job done in Montreal on what's going to be a massive game. Uh, still to come, we have our big play of the game. Actually, we, we, already, we already did it. That was the Malik Carney. The Malik Carney... Uh, scoop, sack, score. Tom, I don't know if you want to play the sounder to make it official here. There it is. <laughs> yes, that's the EHR big play of the game. Sounder, Malik Carney's uh, sack of Zach Caleros in the Winnipeg 22. 
Zach loses the handle on the pigskin. Carney picks it up. So he's got the sack, the forced fumble, the fumble recovery, and rumbles into the end zone untouched for a massive touchdown that put the Ticats up 20-10, to 10, and they did not look back. That is for sure. While we're playing Sounders, can we play the uh, player of the game? Nice. Yes, we're making it official here. Voted by you, the fans. This was this was an easy one, right? Dane Evans, 25 of 32, 327 yards, five touchdowns, 12 votes for player of the game. Next closest to the O-line slash David Beard. Dane was unconscious tonight. And I hope for him and for the team's sake that the Montreal game is another stepping stone. Not to say he's going to throw six touchdowns, but let's see the progression. Let's see Dane continue to play like we know he can. All right, a few more minutes left in the fifth quarter. Jake from Simcoe has called into the show. Hello, Jake. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling in. I want to put a. I want to close the loop on this illegal procedure. Okay. Yes. Please do. From a referee's point of view, there are two types of procedure: formation and movement. If it's early movement, you kill the play. If it's a formation, it's not illegal until the ball is snapped. Got it. So if yes. you have a no end or six men on the line only, it's not a foul until the ball is actually snapped. Therefore, a kill play is when you have early movement. A formation is not a kill play. Yes, and so those, or that one instance for sure, was it was no end. It wasn't that an offensive lineman moved early. Right. It is procedure, but it's a formation procedure, and it's no end. Awesome. That is some great clarification. That's okay. It was bothering me all the way home. (laughs) I'm glad you got it off your chest. Okay, thanks. Bye now. Have a good one, Jake. That is great. That is great. From a referee's perspective, we got it right there. And it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, the no end is, you know, the play is continuing. If there is an offside or a procedure on the offense, yes, it it is no play. That was not the case either side. So, yeah, the referee's got it right. There you go. Uh, All right, yeah, so we got about a minute. So let's do the fifth quarter fan of the night. Who is it? It's now official with the music here. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Corey. Made some great comments. Thanks for calling in. Thanks to everyone for calling in. In fact, emailing, tweeting, apologies for no Facebook this week. Hopefully, we will get it back on track um, next time around, this coming Friday, when the Tiger Cats are in Montreal. Our pregame show will begin at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7.30, when the 4-9 and Tie Cats take on the Montreal Alouettes, who have a record of 5-7. and seven. It is the biggest game of the season, and I'm sure we'll be saying that over and over and over again throughout the 2022 home stretch here of the Canadian Football League season. Uh, I got to go for producer Tom McKay. He's done a great job uh, virtually. I can't even see him, but he's pressing all the right buttons. That is for sure. My name is Rick Samprin. Thanks for tuning in to the fifth quarter. It is brought to you by Eastgate Ford. And thanks to all our sponsors as well. EHR, Culligan Water as well. Uh, thanks for hopping on board. And we'll be back this coming Friday when the Ticats take on the Alouettes in Montreal. Enjoy the rest of the weekend here on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter. Powered by Eastgate 4 on 900 CHML. The fifth quarter podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. 
I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.